0: afternoon my conscious co-creators welcome to another edition of the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity i am very very pleased that you are here with me today oh we have a great show in store for you talking about today relationships once again you know how important those things are but first of course our quotes of the day from the universe and from abraham i know you've been anxiously awaiting them all week long, so let's see what uh, the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. From the universe Happiness, dear one, is what greases the wheels of life, it, it's also what opens the floodgates. Marshals the forces, commands the elements, raises the sun, aligns the stars, beats your heart, heals what hurts, turns the page, makes new friends, finds true love, calls the shots, waves the wand, connects the dots, feeds your mind, frees your soul, rocks the world, and pays compound interest. Yeah, so easy to forget. Wild on the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. Uh, Having a little fun with us. Yes, happiness. How important happiness is to our lives and to um, our day-to-day existence. And let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. What true patience is, is knowing that you want it and knowing that it's coming and actually enjoying the unfolding along the way. Understand that you never get it done so you might as well be patient. You never get it done, because every time you want and receive, you also receive a new perspective from which to want. Life is a constant unfolding of new desires and then a constant alignment with, to those, desires. Abraham. Hmm. So an interesting quote around uh, patience. Um, And also... You know, trying to sort of emphasize that, you know, we we we're always like looking for the next goal, the next milestone, you know, the next bonus we're going to get. We're we're always like looking for for the next quote unquote achievement. But the truth is, you know, we're never going to finish. <laughs> you know, until we we take that you know, long good sleep in the night, right, Jeff? It it it's. There's always something more to do. There's always something more to see. There's always something more to get done. So life is is nothing more than sort of this constant unfolding of, you know, you have a desire. You receive it. You accomplish it. Things happen. Great. Now you have a new desire. And then you have another another one. And then another one. And then another one. And then another one. So it's not like we're ever going to reach all of our desires in our life. We're, we're desire-making machines. That's all we do is come up with more things to desire. So what we really need to do is to understand that the journey, the process, the steps we take, the, the, the path we walk, that that's really the beauty of life. And what better way to walk the path than to walk it in happiness? Um, so these two quotes are ones that, that really work together well. Because if you're happily going about your path, you're not in a rush to get anywhere. And uh, you're going to enjoy yourself that much more. You know, we all tend to like rush to get things done. And we forget that really the, the greatest enjoyment is in not getting things done but in working on those things that we're getting done playing with that stuff dancing with it having a wonderful time every day in just that day-to-day world so i hope you enjoyed our quotes from the universe and mike mike dooley in the universe and from abraham hicks two wonderful quotes and Of course, very apropos for today's guest and today's topic, as they always are. It is my great pleasure to welcome to the show, Jeff Lawton. Welcome, Jeff. Thank you. Great to be here. Great to have you here. So, Jeff, after experiencing a 16-year corporate career... Walking around as a card-carrying member of The Walking Dead made is non-negotiable, I love this, a non-negotiable commitment for the next 20 years to never live like that again and to do what he can to be sure no one else does either. This led him to building a very successful second career as a relationship architect. Ooh, like that title. Uh, men's work leader, motivational speaker, retreat facilitator, and author of the upcoming book, Built to last, designing and maintaining a passionate, loving, and lasting relationship. Jeff teaches individuals and couples how to design, build, and maintain the relationship with themselves and each other that expands connection, healing, and creates harmony with their spirits' dreams that have been neglected and or forgotten. Jeff has worked with hundreds of private clients and couples and has led over 325 workshops facilitating numerous life-altering retreats around the country for men, women, and couples and has spoken at numerous live events and online transformational uh, virtual events. So Jeff, welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour. Thank you. Great to be here. Great. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here. So I'm just curious although I really do know what you mean, because I was a a (laughs) nine-year member of The Walking Dead. What do you mean by a card-carrying member of The Walking Dead?
1: Well, that was Mm -hmm. back when I was younger and working in corporate. Mm -hmm. And I began, after I'd been there about three years, I was noticing that i climbed the corporate ladder rather quickly Uh in that amount of time. And it didn't make me happy. And in Uh fact, the longer I was in it, I would go, I'd work, I'd work hard, I would try to be connected with people, but what was really happening was I became a workaholic, I gained 100 pounds, and I wasn't really, you know, I I would go to work, do what I had to do, come home, connect with my family for maybe half an hour, and then (laughs) veg out and watch TV or just really go unconscious. Mm. And I was so unconscious, mm. I didn't know how unconscious I was. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that's kind of what, to me, even when I think back on that period, mm-hmm. I, I was going through the motions. You right. know, my heart wasn't open very much except with my family and i really didn't have any sense of direction your quote was perfect abraham's <laughs> quote was perfect it was always about the next rung the right. next accomplishment the next pay raise and it just was never really right for me
0: and so what what shifted was there a particular event or 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 yeah. something that happened in your life that like woke you up and said wait a minute what the hell am i doing well there were looking back on it there were a few little
1: things Mm -hmm. and you know that old saying about first it'll be a whisper and then it's a two by four right (laughs) so i got two two by fours within Uh, about a five month period where my body couldn't handle the weight anymore uh. So I got to go through a period of not being able to walk or be able to get out of bed or do Ooh. anything on my own for close to a month. Okay. So when you, you know, when you are that ladder climber, when yeah. you're the person that abraham's talking about mm-hmm. then when you have to lie down and you can't move and you have to actually depend on somebody to help you do things you'd rather not have help with right. then that gives one pause for thought and oh, i was yeah. in my mid-30s and oh. so that got me to get my body back so i oh, took God. several months and lost 100 pounds the 100 pounds i would gained and then about three months later, I was back at work doing the same stuff. I looked fabulous, right. but <laughs> nothing else had really changed. So then I started getting anxiety attacks. Uh-huh. And they would happen, as you, one could imagine, at very inconvenient moments. Yeah. And that was when I really knew, okay, something's wrong. That I've got to start going in. And I began working on myself with a vengeance. And the more I did that, I got reconnected to the fact that that was really something I probably knew I was meant to do when I was a little boy.
0: And when you say working on yourself, what kinds of things did you do? Did you, uh I started with therapy.
1: Then okay. I got involved in you know any kind of transformational workshop that I could find. Okay, I had a good friend that was leading a workshop that totally turned my life around. He's no longer doing it, but back uh-huh. then uh-huh. he said, "Come on, you know, let me help you out." And right. so I spent several years just bopping around from any kind of workshop, if it seemed even remotely rational and <laughs> largely irrational, I did it. <laughs> ah, okay. Landmark, back uh, when landmark it was Est, Tony so I Roberts. did the Est training. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just hooked up with a lot of trainers and teachers that were um, had been very involved in Est back mm-hmm. in the late 70s. Yes. And I just resonated with their work, and they interd- and so I did all kinds of different types of work, but they were all oriented towards going in, waking up, mm-hmm. being, you know, as Eckhart Tolle would say, getting into the pain
0: body. That was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. <laughs> and uh, so I did a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I imagine. I actually had interviewed uh, one time on my show uh, Patricia Albert, who had worked with... Um, Eckhart Meisner mm-hmm. uh, not Meisner yeah Meisner Eckhart Tolle to- not Tolle um, I can't remember his name now the, the guy who started asked um, oh uh, Warner Earhart Warner Earhart excuse me Warner Earhart um, way back when and, and was one of the one of his first employees or mm-hmm. so yeah I mean it's amazing how much his work now it's like turned into Landmark and Life Springs and there's all oh, kinds yeah. of facets and Uh, Things have changed, and and how interesting how, like, all the work, you know, different work appeals to different people, um, but it all seems to help, doesn't it?
1: Well, it does, and I had a tendency to really immerse in work Mm -hmm. that really lit me up. Mm -hmm. And so the last, one of the last pieces of work I did in that period was some inner child work. and. okay. I did that, and the day after I had done the workshop, my wife and I did it together, I woke up knowing that was my work.
0: Ah, interesting. So then
1: I spent a couple years training with the man who led that weekend, and then okay. all those. Okay, wait
0: a minute. You're not going to that easy. You just said your your wife did it with you. So yeah. during this whole time when you were going to all these seminars and workshops, mm-hmm. was your family pretty supportive of what you were doing? Or, or oh, totally, because they oh, okay. knew how miserable I had been before <laughs> that. Okay, like, great,
1: honey. Do whatever you got to do. Dear, just, right, you right. know, stop just, being a jerk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. So they were very.
1: My wife did a lot of that with me, and oh, great. you know we used it to open up our marriage because we'd already been together eight or nine years at that point.
0: Oh, so
1: I, I started doing inner child work, and that was the hundreds of workshops you referred to in your intro. Yeah. Leading those for seventeen years.
0: Oh wow! Interesting, interesting. I mean, nowadays uh, I hear people talk a, a bit more about doing inner child work, but back then it was. Uh, you know, not, not so common. Yeah, I, I came right in
1: between when Bradshaw was doing them, um, John Bradshaw oh, in okay. the 80s, and right. being on PBS and all that. Right. And then there was a period, which is when I started, when mm-hmm. it was pretty common to bash that kind of work. Right, right. And um, <clears throat> I kind of fit in right in between that and was kind of low on the radar but I managed to do it for seventeen years wow. and um And now it is making a comeback, only now instead of calling it inner child work, they call
0: it attachment therapy. Oh, attachment. Oh, interesting, interesting. Okay, all right, great, great. All right, so we're getting off to a good start here. When we come back from break, uh, I want to talk about what does it really mean to be a relationship architect? And and we'll talk about uh, this uh, inner child and attachment work. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour is Jeff Lawton, and we'll be right back
3: What are the latest travel trends? How can travel be a part of your overall health and wellness plan? This is William Paris, lifestyle travel consultant and your host on Travel and Wellness Today. Join me on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time for travel chat, travel tips, and travel news updates. That's on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc.
0: That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people.
2: TalkingAlternative.com
0: to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Um, Your host, Sam Liebowitz, and we're talking to Jeff Lawton, a relationship architect. What do you mean by that? Well, when I was looking at
1: what I actually do Mm -hmm. with couples and with individuals, I was kind of looking to rebrand myself. Mm -hmm. I've been doing this for 20 years, and every now and then you want to, freshen things up a little bit so basically when i was talking to my business coach about wanting to reach more people how do i do that she said well tell me what you do and as i walked through the steps she said you know that's really kind of like designing and building a house ah ding And I thought, okay, there's a really, you know, and then she actually came up with the relationship architect idea. I see. So what it really means is, is I work with people to help them design the kind of relationship they want, whether Mm -hmm. they're like in the early stages of one, Mm -hmm. or maybe they're like me, where I've been with my wife for 33 years, Mm -hmm. and you're ready to just kind of upgrade, just like you would with the house. You don't keep the house the same for 30, 40, 50 years. So I work with them to get in touch with what they're really wanting, what they feel like they're missing, then what they need to see. So there's the design part, and then I help them build it. Mm -hmm. And if it's a couple who's been in crisis and they're trying to figure out whether they want to continue or not in their relationship, then we look at the design they've been using, if you will, Mm What is it that they're really wanting instead? And then we look at how they could get there or if they could get there. Sometimes my work is about helping people realize that they're in the wrong relationship. (laughs)
0: Right, 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 right. That that sometimes it's better to, as they say, uh, uh, cup bait than to keep fishing. Well,
1: yeah, if you're really suffering and yeah, yeah, yeah. you're suffering because you're essentially incompatible, mm-hmm. then there's no reason really to do that other than
0: keeping your ego comfortable. Right. So, so how did this evolve from the inner child work? Because the inner child work is very personal work, uh, uh, kind of about reparenting yourself and mm-hmm. really um, um, uh, giving you the, the things you needed when you were growing up that you never really got. Right. So how how does how did that come? How did th- this relationship work? Come from that?
1: You know, like everything in my entire, really my entire adult life. This is true in corporate too. Because I had a corporate career that I had no business having, given my degree and my background. Couples just started coming.
0: Really, I mean uh, I was
1: doing people would do the workshop and mm-hmm. then I would end up coaching them afterwards most of the time mm-hmm. and a lot of people just started going you know I think this would be good for my it's usually women it would be really great <laughs> <Yeah. coughs> you hear that man I'm <laughs> coming right. after you
0: Women would go... Well, it's you know, a great opportunity for men because like, I go to all these spiritual events and I'm like one of five men and there are like 30 women there. And I'm like, you know, guys, this is like a great right, place yeah, to Yeah, if you're single, it could be a whole different thing. <laughs> right, right, right. But, you know, a lot of
1: women really wanting... They would do the inner child work and then they'd want their men to do it and they'd want their men to be able to be more conscious. So it really organically evolved where people just started bringing their partners and then couples would come as a unit And after a few years of that, I just kind of realized, well, I do about three or four different types of work, Mm -hmm. and one can't really market three or four different things at once. So Mm. relationship was what mattered to me the most, Mm. both because my own marriage is so meaningful to me right. because we're one of maybe three couples I know that have been together that long that actually like each other.
0: <laughs> and we still love you notice each other. Audience, I want to I I just point out something. He said like each other, not love each other, but like each other. And it's very important to like each other because yeah. there are people in our lives who we love but we don't like. Well, absolutely. But But when you like somebody... That's a really strong foundation for for building on to love. It is. And that was really, you know, to like and respect
1: each other, which my wife and I really do. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're not perfect at all. Of course not. But Mm -hmm. I've just, like I said, there are not many people I've run into that have been able to really pull that off. And so it really, through a lot of my spiritual work and all that, it became really clear that why I'm here is to help Mm -hmm. people have the most conscious relationship with themselves they can. And if you're with a partner, there's no better sandbox or fast track to get more conscious than a relationship.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So so when, when couples like come to to one of your workshops or, or or with session, like what are some of the, the common issues that they have that, uh, you know, that really are challenging them these days? Hmm. Well, One of the biggest issues is for women
1: with men is feeling like their men aren't really present, Mm -hmm. so they come wanting to know, you know, well, how can I get my guy to be more present? He Mm -hmm. seems checked out, Mm -hmm. not paying much attention to me, Um, sex has gone down the toilet, Mm -hmm. not happening at all, Mm -hmm. perhaps. Um, It's essentially feeling really disconnected and stuck Mm -hmm. and, you know, people having a sense and actually, again, going back to the Abraham quote you kicked off the show with relationship is probably the worst place in the world to try and always be achieving. Yes, you know like the journey yeah. and people because we are so addicted I think to having to do 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 and mm-hmm. climb the next you know get the next thing whatever right, that is right. then that gets into a relationship and people wonder well it doesn't feel like it used to mm. you know I don't feel the same attraction or I don't feel the same you know no love there or I, if there right. is I can't feel it right. and And so that's a big one. The other one will be just really, I mean, everything's communication, Mm -hmm. but sometimes people come because they're noticing they're arguing all the time all Uh. of a sudden they're just feeling irritable and annoyed with each other mm-hmm. and they don't really feel like we don't love each other mm. but why is he such a pain in the ass and <laughs> or why is she and you right. know so right. uh, they want to figure that out right. and then uh, another big one is empty nest ah after the kids have grown <clears throat> and moved away right Because, you know, particularly, now, this is just my opinion, everybody, but the generation, say, of people that are in their 30s and 40s now, Mm -hmm. they're kind of in that generation of what some people call helicopter parents. Mm. So they made their whole life about their children. Right, right. And I have two children. I love them dearly. But my wife and I never made them right, the, the number one priority. Right, right. They came after our relationship. Mm. Mm. And, and they both grew up to be really great men. So, oh, you know, man. we didn't screw them up too bad. <laughs> and so, sure they you know, well. when the kids leave and all of a sudden, there they are at the dining room table, and they don't have any with no each distraction. Each yeah. It's like, okay, I know I sleep with you, but who are you? Yeah, and and that can be very painful. Mm. Uh, so a lot of the people I tend to get are people in that boat where now they've got to kind of really remodel. They got to redesign. You know,
0: right. re. Rebuild, really, right, 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 and yeah, and sometimes you can take sort of the existing structure and it just needs to be uh, worked on a little bit, and then sometimes you got to start build. From you the tear ground, it down, tear yeah. the whole thing down, and build from the ground. Exactly,
1: you, you you get it down to dry, you know, the studs, and then yeah. you re rejigger what you want to do. Because the other thing I notice a lot is that a lot of people seem to really believe that how you feel about somebody when you fall in love mm-hmm. is the way that you should feel about them always. Right,
0: right, right. The whole life.
1: And, and they think it should feel like it did when you were 25, when you're, you know, I'm 57, and yeah. I don't even want half the same things I wanted right. when my wife and I met. Right. Exactly. So helping them catch up, and also, you know, like if you have a house for many decades, you can get mold, you can get termites and things yeah, like yeah, that that you don 't necessarily see until you smell it or you walk on a floorboard and your foot falls through yeah, yeah, yeah. it 's like that
0: do you find um, that people coming to you today are are a little bit different than 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 when you first started doing the workshops or are, are the are the issues like still the same, but they just have different flavors or are, are, are people just starting to show up differently than they used to?
1: Well, I think they're showing up predominantly different. You know, mm-hmm. number one, a lot of the people I work with tend to be mid to late 30s and mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. And, and really the bulk of them are in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. Right. So they're they're concerned about very different things. The other thing that I'm noticing is gender roles are becoming more important, oh, which is why I fell into men's work 15 years ago, okay. and I really needed that as a man. And so there's also the thing about how how does a couple balance masculine, feminine. Right. energy period right. and then how do we balance this with each other right. where sometimes a woman is with a man who's not particularly connected to his masculine energy right. so she takes that on right. and then she gets resentful because she's having to embody that energy in an out of balanced way right. and then he's feeling you know not very empowered right, and right, yeah, yeah. so that's beginning to be more and more of an issue.
0: Yeah, I've been seeing that more and more. And, and and actually, I even I mean, in some cases, the men really embracing of being the stay-at-home dads, like mm-hmm. taking care of the kids at home while the wife is out working. Right. And that they do say that like women are. I forget what the statistic was, but but women are. Uh, the rate at which women's salaries are increasing now is outpacing men like 8 to 1 or something. It's some some crazy statistics. So women are actually in a better position now to to make more money in the workplace than the men are at the current moment. Well, and that also
1: speaks to... I know guys that really have gotten burned out in that corporate mentality that are stay-at-home dads. Right. And I think there's more consciousness about how we are experiencing life people Mm. are coming because they figure life should be happier Mm. or better than what they're experiencing and I think people are more aware of what do I want to be feeling and contributing Mm -hmm. to life and and not just be a consumer and so those issues are beginning to show up more again particularly with empty nesters because it isn't not only you know who are you that i'm dining with but what the hell do i want right you know i got another 20 30 40 years if
0: i'm lucky what do i want right yeah exactly exactly okay wonderful wonderful it's time for us to take another commercial break when we come back okay now we've identified what some of the main issues other people come with let's find out what do we do (laughs) okay jeff i think you can help our audience uh
1: i'll give it my
0: best shot all right so everybody (laughs) please stay tuned you're listening to the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity and we'll be right back
4: If you would like to explore the help of a private astrological reading, please contact me at Monty at MontyTaylor.com. That's Monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at MontyTaylor.com.
3: Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day.
0: Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We're talking with Jeff Lawton, Relationship Architect. So, Jeff, um, you've got these people coming to you. They're everything from empty nesters to people whose, uh, you know, male and female roles have gotten maybe reversed or just Mm -hmm. out of balance. Uh, How do you work with people? How do you help them to bring things back into balance or or recognize what they should do? Well, one of the first things, a common denominator, whether it's
1: a couple that comes or if it's an individual coming because they're feeling that their life is out of whack, job one is to help them begin to remember who they are. Because most of us, if not all of us, are walking around 95% of the time essentially running programs that were instilled in our brains from the third trimester of pregnancy up to about six or seven years old. So we're only operating in the world 5% of the time on Mm -hmm. average with Mm -hmm. our conscious mind. So when you think about how frightening, (laughs) when you think about how frightening that is, um, really a lot of what the inner child work was about mm. and what I end up doing at the very beginning is helping people just get clear who are they and what is that part of them want mm. because a lot of us have forgotten how we right. started. Right. We just kind of got trained to be a certain way because most of us grew up in households where... Mm. Maybe Billy really wanted to be, you know, an artist. And mom or dad would say, no, you don't really want to do art. Uh, You want to be a doctor or a lawyer, Uh, right? uh, With my parents, it was a doctor. Uh, So, you know, it... (laughs) There's so many ways that we get trained, not, yeah. not out of any malevolent manipulation, but just our parents right. went through Again, the same
0: thing, right? Wanting what they think is best for us, but may not actually have been what's Exactly. Best for us, right? So there are a lot of people, really, really highly functioning,
1: <laughs> successful people that mm-hmm. I work with, who they're kind of in this existential funk because if you remove you know maybe the career and the money is handled the kids are gone Mm -hmm. and it's like who am i what Mm. you know am i really living the life i want to be living or not so i help them figure that out then once you have a better handle on what it is that who you really are and what is that real you really longing for Mm -hmm. then we look at okay As your life and your relationship is currently designed, are you going to win? I don't mean win in a, you know, but are you really going to have what you want? Right,
0: right, right.
1: So that's a a big part of it. And where there's a discrepancy between what they really want and what they have, then in the case of relationship, we start looking at, well, what would, how could your relationship, if you were going to stay together, can that really fulfill on what each of you want and also on what is most important to each of you because another big piece of what I do is helping the individual and the couple as a unit get reconnected to what do they value? What are mm-hmm. their, literally, what are their values? Mm-hmm. Their values for relationship, their values for life. Right. How do those coincide or not? Right. Um, and they don't need to be identical, but they're really generally, it's helpful to have some overlap. Right. And then once they kind of get clear, okay, I think I like this direction. This feels really good to me. We mm-hmm. want to go there together. Mm-hmm. Then comes the building part where you've got to look at what are all the things that they've never handled with each other that right. have caused a lot of the conflict. The, the lack of sex is usually a symptom mm. of a lack of connection. Right. So we go back and look at where the or termites are. and the, yeah. Where did you start disconnecting from each other? Right. Which will usually be a function of where did each of them disconnect from themselves. So, yeah. And then what's it going to take to reconnect? Do you want to reconnect? Mm -hmm. And then what do we have to clear out? Because if you were going to really renovate a house, you do some demolition. You get all the crap out so that you can do the the new stuff. And I do that with couples where we look at the stuff that they haven't talked about or dealt with for God knows how many years. And then to be able to get that healed, then there's room to
0: really build what they've decided they want. So it sounds like you actually work with people on their relationship with themselves first yeah. before really their relationship with another person. It generally ends up being that way. You know, the the relationship,
1: if it's a couple, they, they kind of run in parallel. Mm-hmm. So I'll start design work with them as a couple, mm-hmm. and then somewhere along the way it becomes really clear how off from themselves as individuals mm. they've gotten. So the the relationship with each other provides maybe an incentive mm. for going into work that is generally not always very comfortable. Yeah. You know, it's not an easy thing to find out where you've been, That's you right. know, living a persona for however long. You right. know, I was thirty five before I even began to figure that out. Right. Right. And and it was very painful. But yeah. I'd never go back. <laughs> I'd never, you know, I'd do it over again if I had to. Right. So it, and in a relationship, in my model of mm-hmm. how I teach and coach about relationship, mm-hmm. the relationship is not the Jerry Maguire, let's complete each other. Mm-hmm. You had me at hello, baloney. Right. It. It not to be a buzzkill, but it's <laughs> BS. So it's <clears throat> right. looking at two individuals who are here on this earth to do whatever their soul wants them to be doing. Mm. And they need to know what that is if they believe that they have a soul. Mm-hmm. They, then it's really helpful to know what that is and to not put the way, the fulfilling on that on the relationship. The relationship right. could serve it and help it. Right. But a lot of people get into relationship with all their wounds, with right. all their right. you know insecurities, and they unconsciously want their partner to be the one that's going to either fix that mm-hmm. or they're going to be the people that are going to make them forget about it right. or help right. them go into a mutual, codependent, delusionary reality where it can right. all just pretend right. that right. it's all good. Right. So it it has to really start with one's relationship with oneself. Right, right.
0: Yeah, And and... And really, like, I've, I've had a lot of friends and even some of my coaching clients come in who, you know, they were completely unhappy with the person they were with at the time. And, and they break up, and I'm like, great, now's a wonderful time for you to do some work on yourself. And they're like, what do you mean? I go, well, you can't show up as the same person in your past relationship in your next relationship where you'll get the same results. Invariably they don't believe me and they go into another relationship because they don't like the feeling of being alone and sure enough, what happens? The new person they're with is just as much of a jerk as the old person they were with. Right. Imagine that. Right, because you haven't figured out that you're the common denominator in right. every failed relationship. Right, exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> know thyself. Right, right, right. And and ultimately, the, the, the partners that we're with are really like the biggest mirrors in our life. Right. And that, that when we you know, end up with somebody who just annoys the bejesus out of us, it's really they're just reflecting back something about ourselves that we don't really want to deal with, do we? Absolutely. It, that's,
1: I mean, really, I believe on the spiritual level, we pick people that are going to allow us to see that but because we generally don't consciously go dating and say okay who's going to be the best man or woman to bring up my crap yeah (laughs) are you possessive are you jealous you know we don't ask those kind of things when we're taking them out to dinner and trying to get laid it's not the it's not the general direction so i really I think that's the greatest thing about a relationship mm. is if you look at relationship as an opportunity to really fulfill on who you are mm-hmm. and a safe place, not always harmonious or pleasant, right. but a safe place safe, right. to be able to really fully express yourself. And not feel like you're going to be judged or torn down by somebody. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, that's really the most conscious path of relationship I can think of. And that right. does mean that you're going to get your stuff reflected back to you. If yeah. not by your partner, and if you have children, no. your children are going to bring it up
0: like yeah. that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You
1: know, so you're going to get it one way or the other. And you yeah. can either go kicking and screaming, or right. you can go and say, okay... I want the whole enchilada. I want to know my worst, my best, right. my whatsoever in between. Right. And we tend to bring people into our lives that are going to give us
0: that yummy opportunity to do yes. just that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, um, just quickly before we go to break, mm-hmm. when a couple comes to you and... Do you? How do you know if they're serious about wanting to really work on themselves in the relationship, or if they're just kind of going through the motions because you know that they, they know they really should break up, but they they they're just you know figure well let me just try something so I can mm-hmm. say I tried something before I break up.
1: Great question. Um, there are a few things. One, I ask them some trick questions that help wow. me gauge okay. how committed they really are. Uh-huh. Then um, part of it is feel. I've always been really intuitive and I work with energy more than anything else so I'm feeling into you know on a scale of 0 to 10 how even engaged how present are both of them how much are they really connected to the pain they're in or not then um, the rest is kind of hunch and 20 years of experience yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I can feel when someone's not not being authentic, all in Yeah,
0: yeah. okay great great wonderful alright so uh, believe it or not take time for us to take our last commercial break of the show um, everybody uh, please stay tuned when we come back we'll uh, talk about you know what's coming up for Jeff and uh, uh, give you guys uh, how to get a hold of him so please stay tuned you're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity and we'll be right back
2: you're listening to the talking alternative network have you ever decided to reinvent yourself are you navigating a new life's journey are you an aspiring artist that's looking for direction this is Kevin Barbaro, and my new show, Coffee Talk 3.0, is your new best friend. Tune in live to hear successful professional artists and their inspiring real-life adventures Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, right here at TalkingAlternative.com.
3: What are the latest travel trends? How can travel be a part of your overall health and wellness plan? This is William Paris lifestyle travel consultant and your host on travel and wellness today join me on thursdays at 12 noon eastern time for travel chat travel tips and travel news updates that's on thursdays at 12 noon eastern time on talkradio.nyc dude dude dude
2: Transforming Tuesday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern on TalkingAlternative.com.
3: It's the Dudes of Disruption. The Dudes of Disruption is a new show geared toward the global tribe of disruptors who are committed to interrupting the automatic ways of their lives so they go out and leave their mark on the world powerfully. Consider every Tuesday night, 8 to 9 Eastern on TalkingAlternative.com forever disrupted. The Dudes of Disruption, disrupting your automatic.
0: Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been talking this hour to Jeff Lawton, relationship architect. Um, so, Jeff, you have a, a new book coming out, don't you? I do. Yeah. What's it called again? Built to Last. Designing and Maintaining a Last...
1: Or pardon me. Designing and Maintaining a Passionate, Loving, and Lasting Relationship. Ah.
0: And what was the inspiration for coming up with this book? Well...
1: I guess one thing I should say, again, looking back to your quotes at the beginning of the show, (laughs) there were all kinds of clues from my mid-20s on Mm -hmm. that I I like to write, Mm -hmm. but... I always kept at arm's length from doing a book. Ah. And I remember going to a psychic at 25 telling me, you know, you're going to write a book. And Ah. you should get going on that. (laughs) So 30 years later, later. (laughs) here I am. And um, it, as with many things, again, that have happened in my career and in my personal life, stuff comes. I really believe that, you know, the universe brings us what we need and to unfold and I went to an event a year and a half ago in Dallas and met a group of women over dinner and we were all talking about what we did and yada 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 and I got a call a week later from one of them who has her own publishing company Oh, and she shared that she was really drawn to what I was talking about. And as a publisher for several years, she said mm-hmm. there's no book out there that's talking about what you talked about at oh. dinner. So, and not many books out there that are oriented to men are written in a way that men mm-hmm. are gonna get it, right, if they're right, gonna right. be willing to open up at all. Right. Um, so she said, I'd love to have you do a book. Wow. So that's how it came. I don't know. I might have been another five or ten years older before I would have really done it on my own and gotten off my butt and done it. (laughs) So I've been blessed to usually be able to differentiate when... Spirit is giving me a message, or I'm just making crap up in my head. And it felt right, so that's really how the book got started. And Mm -hmm. one of the things that I've seen now that it's done, Mm -hmm. I couldn't have written it any earlier because I wasn't old enough. I had lived.
0: I had to live the book to be able to write it. Right. Right. Cool. Very cool. And and so, is the book written specifically for men, or is it written for couples? It's it's oriented primarily towards men, but
1: because in all the years that I've been practicing, I've had literally two men initiate any kind of work on their own, (laughs) two. I'm not exaggerating. (laughs) Wow. So I really wrote it so that it would be meaningful to either gender, okay. including you know, LGBT readers. It's, uh, it's not
0: a heteronormative well, book, it's a people book. Right, right, that was actually it's gonna be my next question is, is what about those in non-traditional relationships? Absolutely, yeah. it, it speaks,
1: you know, what I believe is there can be wrinkles or different subtleties that mm-hmm. come, mm-hmm. say in a gay relationship versus a, a, a straight relationship. But we're all dealing with the same stuff. Right. You know, at the heart of it, relationship is how are you going to commune with yourself and share that with another person, regardless Mm -hmm. of what your sexual orientation might be. Mm -hmm. And so, but men, I'm really passionate about trying to do what I can To wake Help men wake up Mm. Because I have two granddaughters That are teenagers Uh, And I look at their peers And I'm going Oh my god So there's, (laughs) There's a There's a desire To really do what I can do While I'm still breathing To be able to help Men get more conscious and connected to their heart, right. to find the balance of masculine feminine energy that really works for them, right. and how you do that with a partner right. and have a healthy polarity that keeps things interesting but really helps you both thrive. Right. So it's written in male and female language, okay. but it it's definitely much more leaning to how I think men can hear it based on all the men i've worked with okay
0: good good and and when will the book be out Two weeks from this Friday, August 14th. August 14th. Awesome. And where can people get it when it comes out? People will be able
1: to get it on Amazon.com, wow. com. They'll also be able to get it from my website, but I'm largely you know, leaning on Amazon to be the place okay, to cool. get it. And they can get it in paperback or in digital form.
0: Oh, good. So we will have a Kindle version. And yep. Kindle. And version. And Wonderful. Look. Wonderful. And so if people do want, since you mentioned your website, if people want, to learn more about your work and what you do and about, you know, get in touch with you, how would they do that? Well, they can go,
1: um, particularly people that are listening to the show, uh, I'll give you the link that you can go to that takes you to a particular page on my website only for people who love Sam. (laughs) There's a lot of them out there. (laughs) That's right. So you can go to www.yourrelationshiparchitect.com forward slash conscious consultant. Ah. And those of you who go there, um, if you put in your name and email address, you'll get a free gift from me that you'll find will absolutely augment what I've shared here today. So that's just for your people. Oh, wow. Thank you so much, Jeff. And then they can also just go to yourrelationshiparchitect.com, and Um. they'll find everything. And I'm also on Facebook. You can search for me on Facebook under... Uh, the relationship architect hyphen Jeff Lawton, which is G-E-O-F-F-L-A-U-G-H-T-O-N. And You're one of
0: those weird people who spells Jeff with a. G no, my
1: mother was one J. of those <laughs> weird moms who decided to That's true, yeah. be ostentatious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Way to go. Way to so go. Um, those are probably the two best ways to get a hold of me.
0: Cool, cool. Very good, Jeff. Very good. Um, I'm curious... Do you see with society and and things in the world changing so much and so quickly, do you see relationships changing all that much? Do you think um, there'll be, you know, 20, 25 years from now, relationships will look any different than they do today?
1: I sure hope so. Uh Um, I think, you know, what I'm seeing with some of the younger people, like my younger son is 28. Mm-hmm. And having grown up with his mom and I, mm-hmm. I watch how much of what we've not only lived, but what I've taught, he's using it in his marriage. Oh, wow. And it's his marriage is every bit as imperfect as ours, but it's mm-hmm. conscious, you know, oh, and oh,
0: cool.
1: and I, I talk with other younger people, men and women, and they want it to be different. They oh. want the, the younger people seem to really, oh my God, listen to me. You know, the younger people. <laughs> now I sound like my grandfather. Right. Um, <laughs> well, you, you are your grandfather. We never thought now. it would happen. right So they're wanting to, they're more proactive. They're wow. wanting to be more conscious. Uh-huh. There's certainly a much greater diversity of um, sexuality issues yeah. that are, you know, monogamy versus polyamory. Oh, yeah. um, so they are changing. And, uh, you know, I'm actually really enjoying hearing some of what's unfolding and developing Yeah. because if there's any of that that can be used with people like my age that are still wanting to have a really healthy and adventurous relationship, yeah. I'll use anything, you know, yeah. that might appeal. So I, I do think people are more oriented towards being conscious.
0: Cool, cool. So do you think uh, we might see a drop in that divorce rate of 51% over time you know i don't know but what i what i do know from what i've read lately is
1: fewer and fewer people are getting married hmm. That wow. number has gone down it's in gone the down. last few years. Wow. And I
0: don't think that means relationship for necessarily, no, no, you no, know, no, no. but... And it also doesn't mean people aren't committed to each other. Exactly. Because you can be committed to somebody and not have a marriage certificate, or right. you can have a marriage certificate and, and not, not be committed, committed to someone. You <laughs> right, know? exactly. One does not necessarily... <laughs> lead to the other. Lead to the other, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It was a pleasure having you here in studio and talking about one of my favorite topics, which is relationships.
1: Well, thank you. I have a blast. I really appreciate you inviting me. Yeah,
0: great, great. So everybody, please um, check out Jeff's website, which is The Relationship Architect. Your Relationship Your Relationship Excuse me, yourrelationshiparchitect.com and also don't forget to go to yourrelationshiparchitect.com slash conscious consultant um, and get your free gift. And uh, we'll post that on social media great. later for our followers as well. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. And everybody, of course, please stay tuned. Coming up next, your favorite actor, Kevin Barbaro, with his show Coffee Talk 3.0, starting in a couple of minutes. And uh, um, next week, please stay tuned. I have a very, very interesting guest calling in, Michael Sanders, who wrote a book called um, Ayahuasca, and Executive's Journey. Uh, we're going to be talking all about working with plant medicines, uh, ayahuasca, and maybe some others too, and about um, this gentleman coming from a very corporate culture and, and his experiences and trying to relate that. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that show. Hope you are too. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next week.
3: Radio, 24 hours a day.
0: Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Leibowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of, 212-721-8183, that's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people.
2: Have you ever decided to reinvent yourself? Are you navigating a new life's journey? Are you an aspiring artist that's looking for direction? This is Kevin Barbaro, and my new show, Coffee Talk 3.0, is your new best friend. Tune in live to hear successful professional artists and their inspiring real-life adventures Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, right here at TalkingAlternative.com.
3: You're listening to... The Talking Alternative Network
2: at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative.
4: Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. Your natal chart is a map of your potentials.